Why did that do that? I'm on the wrong thing. Damn, dude is so much better at this shit than us. <laughs> We're doing all right. We're uh, doing all right. He'll be back next week. Yep. He's having a sex change this week, so yeah. it's, it's okay. Welcome to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. On this episode, Brett and Tyler sit down without dude over Zoom to discuss the Luxro Distillery Rebel Yell series. Starting with Rebel Yell 100, Rebel Distillers Collection, and Rebel Yell 10-Year Single Barrel. But before we get started, let me tell you about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel. Magical apparel for magical people. Go to www.unicornnationapparel.com to check out our amazing shirts or reach out to them for custom print jobs with no minimum orders necessary. Also, check out the link in our bio for some awesome Bourbon Hunters exclusive bourbon shirts. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on the hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself. Sit back, grab a pour, and kick up your feet. And enjoy. All right, welcome to another episode of Bourbon Hunters. Uh, I am Tyler Schaefer, and I'm joined by Brett Bryan. Today we are dudeless, not that that's a bad thing, but uh, he is off to tending to life. So we are reviewing a couple things here tonight from Lux Row. Oh, we have three. Love Lux Row. I need to to add in there. Um, All of us absolutely love all of their brands um and and we've even gone and done a, the what they call I, I believe it's like their higher end like a premium tasting their I think premium tasting called. yeah and it's all fantastic i mean they had their um blood oath what was it pack six that was in there i believe so um, yes and it's crazy because as good as that was it wasn't like anything that we've you know like would drool over um and so I would say that some of these are like their middle of the road, lower end, um, and then they're higher end for the, the 10 year, right? If, I, if, I'm, if I'm correct on that. I think the MSRP on that $100? I think so for the 100 year, yeah. Yeah, or for the, for the 10 year. Or so 10 year, I'm have, sorry. So we have uh, the Rebel Yell 100 is what we're going to start with. Um, or not, it's not Rebel Yell, it's just Rebel 100. Um, I don't know why I keep saying Rebel Yell. Um, but the this Rebel fits. 100, uh, we have the Rebel 10-year, which also comes in at 100 proof. And then we have the Rebel Distillers Collection, uh, which we have gotten from the distillery. And that comes in at 113 proof. And correct me if I'm wrong, but these are all weeded bourbons, correct? Um, Let's see. I'm looking so, at the, the distiller's pick here, and it says it's a weeded yeah, and so what I'm looking at, I'm looking at the Rebel 100, and it also says um, smooth weeded bourbon. Um, I know I just had, so we'll kind of pull up uh, what Breaking Bourbon has as far as what we were just, what I was just looking at. While you're pulling um, that up, what have you been drinking? What have you been sipping on lately? Well, obviously, I did a bottle kill of our Middle West Spirits. Nice, you killed a bottle already. Yeah, and that was That's awesome. Uh, you know, I really wanted to to kind of, you know, 
you know, we each bought a couple of bottles. So I really wanted to just dive in as much as possible to the first one. And, you know, so honestly, for the first like two weeks, I think I had a glass a night. Like, you know, I, just I did too really, in the beginning for yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah. And then I would say like the last, the last little bit I took over when uh, I think it was the OSU championship game, I want to say. Okay. Um, or it was the Browns game, one of the two. But I went over um, to my neighbor's house at halftime. We kind of had like a halftime garage, uh, bourbon and beer chug. <laughs> so I took the rest of that bottle over, and the four of us killed it. I mean, honestly, it was enough for like five, six drinks. So uh, it went pretty quick. And what were their um, thoughts? They, did they enjoy it as well? Uh, yeah, they enjoyed it. But I would say the thing is, is most like most of us, we had we had already been drinking, so it was right. like we're gonna just. Um, it was kind of like sh- you know, we did the asshole move and just did shots of <laughs> not shots, but we we shot you know, right. shot it. So, right. um, let's see. I've I've been trying to kind of bounce back and forth. You know, I opened the sweet wheat so. That's an interesting one. Oh, nice. I'm, nice. I'm excited to to pop on with you. I've somehow have yet to open the Weller Foolproof Store Pick, um, and I want, I'm just waiting for you guys. Like, I just want to, you know, be able to have that with you guys first and foremost. Like, open it up. Um, that's an amazing one, like win that you got to. Um, oh yeah, that's that's so awesome. And um, by the way, you know. So they were talking on there today about how much the secondary price of E.H. Taylor single barrel has just shot up because one of the guys is, you know, he was like, hey, I have this E.H. Taylor single barrel that I want to razz off. But like I'm seeing secondary on it's like, you know, two hundred and fifty dollars. And that's like just that's just fucking insane. So he ended up doing it for twenty two dollars a spot and it went like, you know instantly yeah. and it's just and you're just like that's that's fucking crazy um yeah, and i've heard several people say they like the small batch better than the single barrel sure of the eh yep. taylor i know dude does yeah but i'm i'm trying to think what else i've been sipping on i would say i would say kind of those are the you know really i've only been drinking our store pick yeah for the most so, part what do you so the last couple nights, for some reason, I've been pulling out this bottle of Eagle Rare. Don't know why. Um, I've been tired of looking at it sit there. And I guess I've been tired of looking at something like good just sitting there not getting drank. Yeah. And so I've been been hitting it pretty heavy. So got a good dent in it, but not not upset about it. Nice. Because you know, I've every been... time I've gone to Buffalo Trace, I've been able to pick up an you know, an Eagle Rare. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not worried about it. Um you know, I'm the that's the same thing with E.H. Taylor. That's the same thing with Buffalo Trays. Oh, um, yeah. Or e- I would say E.H. Taylor Small Batch. And then along with um, Eagle Rare, you know, I'll never hunt for it because, you know, we go often enough that right. it's usually we either go once or twice when we go. So right. we're either going to get an Eagle Rare, an E.H. Taylor, or both. You know, because if we go once one day and then the next day we get we get the, the other product. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if we go once every six months, you know, I, I don't think I go through an Eagle Rare and E.H. Taylor that quick, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I just have so much else that we can be drinking that I'm not going to go through that bottle that that quick. What um what else have you been drinking? Um, of course, I've been sipping on our Middle West Spirits bottle for quite a while. It just it's so strong, and and not the taste of it. It's like the proof of the alcohol. Yeah, like I have to really limit how many I have because I'm like fuck, I'm drunk from this thing. Oh yeah. So that's the only bad part about it is where it's cast strength. It can it can be a heavy hitter for sure. Oh, kind yeah. of looking up at my collection now to see what else I've been sipping on. Um, I have this Knob Creek 12 year. Um, the, in the beginning, I didn't like it a whole lot. It was real. It was just almost too oaky for my liking. Yeah. Um, but now that it's oxidized a little bit and I'm about halfway through it, I'm starting to like it again. And that's so, what we somewhat thought about that Knob Creek 15 years pick. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. you know, heavily oaked. All right, you want to jump into this one? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so this, this is, is the Rebel 100. Um, I'll kind of let you nose it as I I just had this pulled up. So it is a weeded bourbon. Um, obviously we, from Lux Row. Yeah. Um, the mash bill is undisclosed, but does obviously include corn, wheat, and malted barley. And we'll, we'll go ahead and nose it. I get the typical sweet. Yeah, typical sweet for me. Uh, it's not like overly distinct, you know? Not, it's not at all. Um, it's kind of, it's light it's on the sweet, nose. But it's sweet, but it's almost like a pear sweet in a way. I can see that. I, now that you say that, I do get some like apple fruit. Yeah, like a, a like a lighter colored fruit, you know? Yeah, for me, it's apple, I think. And if I remember, this is what they gave us, um, like a green apple, as weird as that sounds. Yeah, yeah. Like green do you apple. Also, do you also get some floral notes? Um, I do. I do. I was just drinking some some Middle West, so I had to come right. down from that. But I do get you, apple for sure. Do you want to hear what uh, Breaking Bourbon puts on the nose here? Yeah. I do not have it up either. Um, so it doesn't have much depth, and it's straightforward with hints of hay. Um, and corn up front with light sense of oats, caramel, and ethanol that linger behind. I definitely don't get the ethanol. I don't know that I pick up on the oak. Or the hay. That's a weird, like, because I used to bale hay as a kid, and, like, I can tell you what that shit is immediately. Yeah, and you're like, mm, definitely not that. Definitely Interesting. not that. I get sweet. I get sweet corn, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And isn't this, didn't they give us this when we visited them the second time yeah. because they couldn't do tastings? Yep. These were those little bottles they gave us. Yeah. The dude lost it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or someone drank it. I don't know. Who knows? It's probably still in that house that we stayed in, that Airbnb. It's like in the fucking recliner where I was sleeping. Some guy's going <laughs> to find it one day. Oh, shit. Look at this. <laughs> that was kind of a weird Airbnb. Like, you could tell that they legit just like packed up for the fucking weekend and left. Yeah, but also, um, also cool. Like I would recommend that to anyone. But yeah, agreed. But it's also weird that like, you know, and maybe their office was supposed to be closed off, but they had a full office in there. Yeah, which worked out good for us because they locked us out. Yeah, because they locked the storm door. This I remember this like. I don't know if it's because before I was drinking it out of a mini liquor bottle poured into a fucking Dixie cup or something plastic, but this is so much better out of this Glen Karen. Yeah. Yep. 
What's been going on with you at work? Anything busy? Go ahead. I'll say you're, you're part of that whole like new year's resolution thing. I feel so I didn't know if you guys were getting crazy or this whole COVID thing's affecting that still. So a little bit of both. I would say that attendance has definitely picked up quite a bit. Um, you know, obviously we're getting some more people in there, but there's so many, um, the, the companies have kind of give us, given us uh, like a little bit of an incentive to, to, to reach out to members and kind of encourage them to come back. Um, but I still think so many people are at the point of just like, Hey, nothing's any better than what it was, you know, when I either left yeah. or put my membership on freeze, like, especially when people are like, Hey, you know, the vaccine is, you know, a couple months away. Like, I'm just going to wait till then. So it's like, well, that's know, what I was hey. going to ask you next. Right. So how do you feel about this vaccine? Um, what do you think? So you guys- I was actually just talking with Jillian about this today a little bit. Um, I'm seeing a lot of, and these aren't like, Hey, I'm watching this YouTube video. Right. I'm what I, you know, obviously a lot of people are nurses or doctors or in just healthcare in general. And I'm watching, um, and some have like been really good about documenting their experience with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've seen a lot of people that have had side effects from it. And and I'm not talking about like super crazy side effects, but they, I mean, any side effect is a side effect. So, and, and, and much of them more so with the second dose than the first dose. And they've, they've kind of talked about, they've been like, you know, Hey, when I first got, it was this, like, you know, maybe, six hours later, it was like this 12 hours later, it was like this. And actually one of my employees also works at a hospital and she called off work. Cause she's like, Oh my God, like I'm, you know, I just had my second dose of, um, of the vaccine and I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. I've heard like, this. And I've heard a lot of people say that the second injection they get is a lot worse than the first. Yeah. Like um, chills, fever, body aches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like imitating a uh, like a fever of some yeah, sort for sure. Exactly. Well, you know, imitating the virus or or at least your body's reaction to the virus. You know. Um, now, see, I heard Johnson and Johnson has one coming out too, but it's going to be a, a single shot. It's not a multi. Mm, so I don't know. We haven't. So we've only had it work. Uh, Moderna is all that they've been offering gotcha. to us. And and now is it Moderna that? had they were kind of like trying to put a freeze on issuing the vaccines because of some stuff or was it Pfizer's that I honestly don't know either way I had heard that with the Moderna they were taking and saying like instead of like me getting we'll say my second dose they would give it to you and because there's such a shortage and they're saying well you got enough you know immunity from the one you don't need the second which I've heard is is or from what I read is like, really the second one is the most important. So like, you know, I guess, you know, I don't know. You I know, just know enough to be dangerous, to be honest with you. I, I'm yeah. not an, an epidemiologist or an immunologist. Have you, already, have you already gotten the first round? So I had the opportunity quite a while ago and honestly, I declined it um, only because I had COVID and, you know, I fought it off fine. Um, yeah, I like to and think you're young too, relatively, yeah. um, <laughs> but, 
I like to think that I'm a semi-healthy, pretty healthy individual, all things considered. And then if something were to happen again, I would fight it off fine again. Um, I am not an anti-vaxxer by any means, but this is, it's a very new thing. It's a very different thing with how it's doing an immune response and whatnot with the whole messenger RNA. And and I don't want to get too in depth here. We're on a bourbon show, not a a vaccination show, but um, for the time being, I declined it. I have the option to get it at a later time if I want. But it's so not I, a it's not a mandatory thing for the hospital. As of now, it is not a mandatory thing. No. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, now PPE is still mandatory. We're all wearing masks, you know, in yeah. 95s anytime we're around a suspected and several other things. So yeah. Well, I mean, what's what's kind of crazy to me is I mean, obviously some of the things, some of the reported side effects so far, like are, you know, are just like your normal, your normal stuff. But one thing that kind of is crazy, and I'm like, well. Okay, so you can still be a carrier, like you can still transmit it to someone else. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I like, I, I see the point, but I also, I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I don't do, think what are we they doing? know. I don't think they know that much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like in, in the beginning, they said it was um, airborne, like tuberculosis yeah. or something, and then it wasn't airborne. Oh yeah, it changes every week. Yeah, and, and so they're just trying to play it as safe as they can, honestly. Sure. Which I mean, um, which is is whatever. You smart know, thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, and, I drank my Rebel tenure, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if you drank uh, yours. <laughs> I saw a little bit left. Okay. Would you? Would you get in the? I mean, do you? Do you have any thoughts on on the taste of it? On the taste, because I have a little aftertaste still. I still get a lot of like sweet vanilla, caramel, maybe more caramel than vanilla. Um, here I got some leftover. I can pour myself another little shot. Yeah. Um, but it's a very like typical weeded bourbon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like a lot of these, um, I don't want to say like bottom shelf weeded, but common weeded. That's the word I'm looking for. These Mm -hmm. all have a very similar taste. You know, great, great starter bourbon, great, you know, introductory bourbon to someone. Like I would, I mean, I would drink that all day. There's absolutely, absolutely. And it's funny is because like, the palate just like just screams weeded bourbon and you know what would be like, fun putting this weeded up against like weller and some sure. other weeded you like know a weller we- how good would weller reserve be against this like both are low end or like you yeah know, 20 roughly a bottle yeah do them in a that blind would be great and yeah. i i bet you in a blind i would pick this over the weller seriously sure. yep. because it just has so much just flavor to and, it you know and what I mean? look at and listen to the palette that Breaking Bourbon shows on this. Um, What's it say? I don't have it in front of me. Yep. So, um, oily mouthfeel, yeah. it, you know, noticeably in is, is slightly sweet overall. Um, while notes of oak vanilla, light leather, wheat grain, corn oil, and white pepper are all present, um, they're largely straightforward. Uh, so, Again, like those are all palette notes that you would get from, you know, just bourbon in general or more specifically a weeded bourbon. So it's just like, it's just one of those things that it's, this doesn't stand out as like an overly complex, but it's just simple, straightforward and a, a, a good drinker for $20 a bottle, buy yeah. that all day. Now, is this easy to find in Columbus or no? Um, it, when I pulled it on up earlier, mm-hmm. it was everywhere. Okay. It's yeah. not something I've shopped for um, because I know it's easy to get. And I mm-hmm. have 
I have a lot. I just pulled up Breaking Bourbon too. So the value on it's a three out of five that yeah. they say, and, and I would agree with that. It definitely sure. has a high value for the price for sure. And like, do you, so I could be wrong, but do you remember back in the day, I think that there used to be a different yet Rebel Yell. Like, I don't know if Lux Row purchased the name Rebel Yell or something. I thought it was Rebel Yell. Unless there, there is to- another, unless there's another Rebel Yell. You know what I mean? I bet dude would know. Yeah. Um, he's like the he always fucking knows. Shit. I know, right? Yeah. He just has fast fingers and he Google's fucking everything. Yeah. Um, but I swear to God, there used to be something back in the day, some kind of rebel yell because it like it tasted like shit. It was not this delicious. Well, there is, yeah. So there is rebel yell bourbon. Um, oh, because this is the rebel one hundred. So you're yeah, that's a good point. So rebel. it is. It was purchased by Lux Row. So this is okay. Okay. So I wonder if they just took the yell out of it. Um, I don't know if they were just like, hey, maybe um, let's let's get away from, you know, whether it has like, you know, Confederate or, you know, Southern racist term, you know, right, right. Connotation to it. So they're like, let's get rid of the yell part and just put rebel. Well, because Ezra, um, so back in the day when I was in college, I used to drink Ezra Brooks all the time. And that was a different Ezra Brooks, right? I'm pretty sure Lux Row purchased the rights to that name or something um, because that was a super cheap bourbon, but it was good. That was one of the first things that I drank. I was a poor college student. I was like, this bottle's like $14 and it comes with a cork. So I thought it was like tough shit. So by the way, the release date of this was April, 2019. And oh, so this is new breaking bourbon has the rebel yell 100 label on it. So I I'm I'm sure that they just took out the yell part of it and just put yeah. Rebel 100. Right. Yeah, that must be a new thing because I'm looking at that too. They're probably like, e- we can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to move to the? Uh, are we moving to the 10 year next? Yep. Yep. Uh... All right. So I have this up here. Um... So, again, it looks like uh, mash bill is undisclosed, and it looks like it's a weeded bourbon. Includes corn, wheat, malted barley. Um, nope, just kidding. Why did that do that? I'm on the wrong thing. Damn, dude is so much better at this shit than us. <laughs> We're doing all right. We're uh, doing all right. He'll be back next week. Yep. He's having a sex change this week, so yeah. it's, it's okay. Okay, I will say, yeah. So I will say that Breaking Bourbon just has, I mean, their reviews, their site is very, um, you know, functional. Everything is very straightforward. Like it's just, it's very clean, I guess you would say. So it's so easy, easy to just navigate. And whereas some of these other like reviews, just to see what everyone else kind of has on this or, you know, any statistics around the bourbon, you're like, uh, right, right. I'm, I'm not really old, but this isn't that straightforward. So, so they're not doing a good job of laying this one out. Um, on cast cartel. Cause I just, that happened to come up. They have this listed at 200 bucks, which is a secondary price. That seems, pretty steep oh yeah um, it's a hundred dollar bourbon it, it is a hundred dollar bourbon um do you think it's 
Well, let's nose this and see if we think it's worth a hundred bucks. Let me see. Yeah. Um, so definitely a lot sweeter right off the bat. You know, that's a little bit more bold in your in your face. It's light. It is. It's light, airy. But I would say that it has a very similar nose, maybe a little bit more pronounced than the Rebel 100. Yeah, sorry if I'm sniffing in your ear here. Um, no, it's okay. Gosh, I'm just expecting much stronger notes for a 10-year. I feel like I'm getting a little bit of that oakiness coming through from the, the extra age. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it, nothing's standing out yeah. a lot to me. A little bit of caramel. You know, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna dive right into this. So, on Breaking Bourbon, it says doesn't have much depth and is straightforward with hints of hay and corn up front, sense of oat, caramel, ethanol. That's the hundred sure? again. Yeah, Damn yeah, it. yeah. They fucked us, bastards. <laughs> Ooh, so a much different taste, a much different palate. Um, a lot, a lot more leather. Oh, for sure, leather, tobacco. Um, yeah. And now, hey, so go back and re-smell this after that first taste. Some of those things have come out on the nose a lot more. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I just maybe my palate wasn't cleansed enough. It's amazing how much some of that can linger on your palate. I've had shit to eat all day, so I should have a pretty clean. <laughs> I was sipping on earlier um, a friend of mine from work, so we've been like trading some bourbons back and forth, and I had given him a sample of our uh, barrel pick that we did, and he gave me a sample of this. Um, Middle West Spirits Soul of Scarlet is what it's called. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to pick one up and bring it on the show. It's it's okay. A lot. Of, yeah, definitely. Man, I get lots of oak on this thing. Lots yeah. of oak and um, me the leather and leather. tobacco. Yeah. I just think I might like the hundred year or the hundred better than this. Um, It has, um, to me, the aftertaste is a lot, a lot better in the ten year. Like it's a, uh, it sticks with you. Is there an eighty dollar difference here? No, I don't think there is either. Um, you know, th this is good. I do like that it's it's coating my tongue, and I'm really big on that. That's what I what sold me on our barrel pick was the way that it's like, it's like putting olive oil in your mouth. As dumb as that sounds, it's like real thick no. and really coats yeah, your right. tongue. Um, Hmm. It, it, and I love that. I love that tongue coating thing. But I don't know, like you said, is this worth $80 more than the other? Uh, it, you know, if I could buy five bottles of the one, obviously tax not included and, and whatnot. So we'll say four, four of the one versus one of these. Yeah. In a blind, I'm picking the Rebel 100, I believe. See, this was when we did the premium tasting, we did this one, and this was the very first one that we did. And I felt like they continually got better with everything that we tasted yeah. in the premium tasting. Because it was like the Rebel 10-year, I forget what was, oh, it was the Ezra is what it was, the old Ezra 7. Yep. Then the Blood, Blood Oath. And then the Lux 12. Yeah. And the Lux 12 was 
freaking amazing. I still love that one. I, I don't break it out as often enough, but yeah. And I, so, I bought a blood oath too, and I've never opened that blood oath. So I, so honestly, the, the Ezra Brooks, distillers collection, absolutely incredible. And it's charcoal mellowed. So you're just like, holy shit, what's the fucking proof on this? It's absolutely phenomenal. And so the it's, one that you have, it says hand-selected by, does it say like LRD Visitor Center or something of that mm, nature? Do you have it in front of you? I don't. I'd have to get off my ass, which is oh, yeah, unlikely. So, because like this Rebel that I have, the Rebel Distillers Collection, it says uh, Visitor Center number three. And so the reason I bring that up, because the, um, the old Ezra 7 that I have is actually an OHLQ pick. Mm. And so I want to put it up against what you have and then if dude for some reason has a different one that he picked up at a later time you know because it could say visitor center number four or yeah. something of that nature it'd be interesting to, to taste them all you know i would do you know if ohl you has like a social media they have to i mean who doesn't have a social media yeah. anymore so i would love to know what their pick process is because who's you, you, too. yeah yeah exactly so i don't really geek out over ohlq picks like oh this is an oh this this you know maker's mark ohlq pick i'm like you know it's not it's not worth more you know yeah so it's not something that i really it's not like a certain group that i know has maybe a better palate or a restaurant like i'm i'm just like i mean whatever is it are they literally just reaching out and saying hey send us a barrel is it a group of is it one or two people um that have been doing it for a long time like i would love to know the process and their pick because I, sometimes i honestly feel that like um you know some of these some of these places are just like hey you know send us a you know we we want a barrel, the right to purchase a barrel. We purchase the barrel, send it. Like they don't actually get to choose between seven or eight barrels, and and you know saying, hey, this has the best nose, this has the best palate, this has the best finish, you well, know, think, or or the the combinations of each. Yeah, you know, I, I wonder if it's like, hey, uh, makers, we're sending you know these picks to Ohio. Here's our here's our pick. There's a lot to be said for like who you know, right? Yeah. And <laughs> so, plus and plus think about this. Think about like especially in the in the sense of like a maker's mark or something like that. You see like you walk in a store and you they have all their like maker's mark picks for mm -hmm. OHLQ, right? I mean, in a barrel there's 250 bottles. So is it is it still like a, a a small batch? Is it more of a small batch than an actual single barrel? Because there's no way that I mean, 280 bottles would go in just Columbus alone. You oh, know absolutely, what I mean? absolutely. It so, has to be a small batch of some sort. Yeah, where they're blending these. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that's why I'm like, uh, you know, and I hate that term "small batch" too, because there's yeah. no like definite number no. with that. You know, I wish it was limited to like, and I don't know, I'm just making up arbitrary numbers like 20, 25, sure. whatever. Something that legitimately made it small batch and not 157 barrels, you know. There's 1,400 barrels here from. <laughs> right. It's small compared to our 2,500 barrel. Yeah. 
you know a bottle that I'm looking at right now that you know I know you love it do just raves about them left and right and so does everyone else but like I have not re- revisited Four Roses single barrel I mean oh yeah the single barrel that I have up right. there um so it's funny that in was in a the, long time that was the first like whatever bourbon video or bourbon tasting I did per se with dude in them. It's before I joined you guys and stuff. So it ended up being, it was during lockdown. No one had been out. I was working, but not interacting with anyone whatsoever, except like work things. And so we did, um, it was Aaron Gennetti, dude pool and myself, but we did two different four roses, single barrels that were, you know, different, you know, warehouses and stuff. And then their um, small batch select. And we did the three of them together. And I was so amazed because I was still, you know, a greenhorn and stuff, which I'm still a greenhorn, but very much so at that point, at how two of the exact same bourbons could taste so different. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. when I started to first understand that that whole thing with like, you know, the you know, the warehouse and and where it's stored and so many variables and stuff. Well, I, I think I mean, dude and I have talked about that so so much that there really is a lot of variance. Yeah, it's in, crazy. in taste. And that's the, you know, the deeper that we get into this, the more it's like, uh, uh, you know, more of a pleasure on our end that we're like, holy shit, this could be the same mash bill. And this little slight variance made this, made this bottle taste different than this one, you know? Well, that's kind of like what and, Buffalo Trace did with that single load project, right? Yeah. They tried to determine if we keep every variable the same except just the wood, you know, can we get different taste profiles? And they did. They came up with 192 different taste profiles. Yeah. All right. You ready for this last one? I am. I am here. So this okay. is the distiller's selection or distiller's collection, I guess it is. Of, the, of the Rebel. Yeah. Does it say on the, you have the bottle in front of you. Does it say anything else? Um, It says defiantly smooth. It says it's weeded. Um, It does not give an age on the barrel. It tells me the barrel number from it. Hmm. So does that mean this is a single barrel? Because it says barrel. I'm guessing that's a weird seven. Because people do like weird sevens. Um, (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? They put like a line through the seven. Fucking weirdos. Um, Weirdos. Three nine six. Before we get into this, what else you got going on in life? You guys got Um, any vacations planned? So it's funny you mentioned that. We're actually talking about going to Asheville, North Carolina. Mm. Um, We were supposed to go there last April, I think it was. Okay. And then COVID happened and everything got shut down, so we didn't do it. Um, And so we're talking about going in March to Asheville, North Carolina. I've never been. I've been like through North Carolina. And I feel like I've stayed in, fuck, I don't know, somewhere in North Carolina, but never been to Asheville. So I haven't been there, but I've heard nothing but amazing things. Um, my wife lived in Raleigh for oh, cool. four years, and you know she would move back there in a in a heartbeat. And then my buddy lives in Charlotte, and we went down there and visited, and it's a phenomenal area. Um, like North Carolina is like one of those places. Like, and he lives kind of like maybe 45 minutes, like more of like the equivalent of like, you know, um, like a, a, a Granville of 
Columbus, you know, okay, yeah, of like that far out of the city, yeah. And man, the scenery is just incredible. It's 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 everything phenomenal. I've seen is beautiful. Um, and you know, we like my my girlfriend and I, we like beer, um, and stuff. Oh, Nashville's know, like there's a lot of craft breweries. You know what I mean? And when I say like I like beer, I don't like chugging Bud Lights and Bush Lights and fucking warm oh. piss. Um, oh, I but, love it. <laughs> ugh. But we, we like the craft beers and stuff quite a bit. So it's fun to go, um, you know, try out different craft beers, get a flight of beers, you know what I mean? And then I, I'll definitely hit up some um, some liquor stores while I'm there. We have a friend that just moved to Virginia, which I think her family's from Virginia Beach and stuff. Or maybe she lives in North Carolina now. Yeah, she lives yeah. in North Carolina. Her family's from Virginia Beach. But anyway, she was at the liquor store and she was sending me some snaps. And she was like, is any of this any good? And I'm like, get that blade and bow right now. <laughs> Because they had it on the shelf there, which I thought was pretty cool. It's um, where was I? That blade and bow. There was just a ton of it sitting on the shelf, and I'm like, really? Yeah, blade and bow is really good. Oh yeah, that's another one. Have we? Did we review that? We haven't. You've talked about it several times. That's that's another one that we got to do it. Yeah, because I had never had it, and then we went to Stitzel Weller on our last bourbon trip. And, um, you know, I had already spent more money than I wanted to and stuff. And then like we tasted it and I was like, fuck, I got to get one of these. <laughs> Have you reopened yours? No, I haven't opened it you, yet. You, you need to. You it's, need to. It's sitting there. I have so many things open right now that I'm, I'm trying to just like kind of get through a couple of them first. And I, I hate to say that, but. Or do you, do you normally, so I was kind of thinking about this too, because, you know, I'm at a point where. Like I, I need another shelving unit. You yeah, know? I'm, I'm, I'm at, starting to get to that. I'm at probably you know uh, eighty plus bottles. I have a whole bottom shelf of ten bourbons that I've either cracked or I don't think I will crack. Like I want to have an episode with you guys where we kind of crack into these, like you know, no name bourbons and whatever. That we're just see how gross each yeah. one of them are. And I got them, I got a lot of honestly, a lot of them are from that um monthly bourbon subscription where they send you like a random one. Um, and they're That's a lot cool, though. a lot are pretty pretty damn gross. So but like, like Bardstown one that we had, dude. Yeah. I've I've had that twice now and I do not like it. Oh yeah. So a couple of those, you know, I'm never gonna touch. <laughs> but everything else like i just kind of go in this order of like whenever i come down here i'm like oh you know uh i haven't had that you know maker's mark 46 in a while have a glass of that you know i'll go back to gr- old granddad 114 have a glass of that you know uh small batch 1792 so i just kind of go in this like what bottle looks like it could be lowered by a glass or two you know yeah, yeah. um and I do that too. Like I have some things that I've had sitting here for a while and I just kind of want to like, I hate to say get rid of them, but you know, I had a, yeah. a four roses, just regular small batch. Right. And it was getting old. It was a couple years old. Um, and I was like, you know, I can find this any day of the week, just regular four roses, small batch. I'd like to make some room on the shelf. So like I, I tried, I did, and I, I finished that off and got rid of it. So there's some things like that I've been doing. Yeah. Um, and I think dude likes to, to drink through the bottle if i'm if i'm like like crack one and then finish the whole thing yeah like not like in a sitting but like basically (laughs) like 
he'll revisit it until it's gone. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I could be mistaken by that. He'll probably edit this and be like, you're a fucking idiot. Right. But, I hope that he just like randomly chimes in when he's editing and he's like, no, 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 that's, that's not even close. That's to this. wrong. <laughs> you know, he's got his microphone <laughs> wrong. <laughs> There's like a big gong that he yeah. hits and it's like, dong. <laughs> but I mean, one thing that, you know, um, I have a lot of glassware that I don't really have a shelf for. I, I have it in this, this little nook of my basement, mm-hmm. but I need, I need a, uh, a bar for sure. You know, um, Same. I, I want to build a bar in the basement and I'll, um, I'll I'm going to take you off my magical. Uh, I know we're like flying in space. I feel like I I'm know. in uh, interstellar right now. Yeah. So, um, well, your hair got bigger too. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so you can see behind me, if you go that way, mm-hmm. uh, you see that little nook corner. Yeah. Right, right here. Yeah. So yeah. I see what about. So basically I'd build a bar that came out and this would be my bar area. I'd have more shelving back here and in this area. But yeah. the only thing is, is the couch, the end of the couch basically would kind of run parallel and there's not a ton of room but um i mean other than that that's all the aurora borealis yeah wait what'd you say you said it's the aurora borealis now yeah um so that's uh that's one thing that i'm like maybe i could put some of my put some shelving over there and that's where i'll put a little bit more my my higher end stuff as i start to get a little bit more into that now um because yeah i'd like to have I, a little setup where i can have you guys over and do some tasting yeah and not like sitting yeah. at the kitchen table or something it's just not you know i just bought all new windows for my house which is a huge <laughs> yeah. fucking expense um so it, it's not like a bar is a big priority right now yeah. you know what i mean i'm the same way and 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 you know we don't have a very big house and i as i go to other people with little kids and they have all these toys i'm like where the fuck do they put these right. toys and Jillian's, and Jillian's like the basement and I'm like yeah that's where my <laughs> that's that's my man cave I don't yeah. know if it's we might be moving soon <laughs> so um oh by the way did you you now that we're on this you said you refinanced not that long ago right I did in so, um August I believe so when they did the appraisal did they just drive by your house Yes, they did a drive-by appraisal. So this lady came in, measurements, pictures. What? She did everything. But wow. I will say um, we were hoping for a little bit higher just for some other reasons. But, um, I mean, in two years, we're up 40000 as far as the appraisal goes. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, we can't be upset about that. That's... Um, no. You know, it's a, pretty, pretty is a, damn exciting. A, a crazy market, crazy market. It's like no other market that I know of right now. Um, let's dive into this last one. Nose is is similar to the Rubble 100. I was gonna literally. I'm not kidding. I was gonna say the same thing. Reminds me of the 100 a lot. I don't get the oakiness from it. And nope. is there is there an age disclosed on this? I don't know if you're on Breaking Bourbon. I can pull it up. Um, I don't think I could find as much about this as I could the other ones. 
I'd love to know if there's an age on this. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a light, airy nose, same thing. Um, more of a white fruit yeah, or a, you know, nothing. A, a light fruit. I would say I get a little more pear as opposed to apple. It's not as yeah. sweet, not as sweet on the nose. I get some floral notes again. Yeah. Speaking of, do you always get floral notes in Four Roses? Do you think that's why it's called Four Roses? Because it always has floral on the nose? I wondered that. Um, I have not revisited either my small batch select or single barrel in a long time. Wait till you have the mouth on this. So, this is delicious. Um, yeah. I already knew it's, it's delicious because if I don't know how well you can see... I put a huge dent in mine from when we, that's yeah. just when we just went last time. Yeah. I put a massive dent in this thing because it was so, so freaking good. It's a very, very, um, it's not an oily, but it's, um, do you get that like buttery? It's a buttery. It's more yeah. of a butter mouth feel I, to it, but it's, it's way more distinct than the rebel 100 in the, in the tenure. Oh, absolutely. And, and I get a, a ton of, again, that like buttery finish on it. And I think that's why I've smashed almost this entire bottle because I like it so well. Like I would pick if we go when, not if, when we go back, I'll get another one of these hopefully um, because I've enjoyed this one so much. And it's a great buy. Was it like 40 bucks or 50 bucks or something like that? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. It's fantastic. This is the best value easily. Absolutely. The, like, to me, well the, over the, the hundred dollar one. I wouldn't call I mean, the proof is coming out a little bit more. Like I had to stop and think like I had to forget, you know, I forgot that it's a weeded bourbon. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, it's got like a peppery finish to it. You know, that's, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's a good point proof. to make that, that, that proof comes through a little bit with that peppery finish. Yeah. I agree. That's a good point. Yeah. But it's, it's, um, it's not harsh at all. And again, it's got no. that tongue coating that I love. Yeah. Well, it's damn good. It is. It is damn good. There's also some other flavors that are coming through that I'm trying to pinpoint. Is it? Could you really get more of a corn, a truer corn taste to it? I don't know if it's corn or just like a sweet in general. And I would love to know what makes this distiller's collection. Is it almost like a barrel pick where they went through and picked out some extraordinary? Oh, it, I'm a fucking idiot. It literally says <laughs> on the front. It literally says handpicked from extraordinary barrels. I wonder how many. I mean, or is yeah. that a single barrel? Is it is it a single barrel? I think it's a single barrel because it, it literally has the barrel. I don't know why I said literally. It has the barrel mentioned on it right here. So it's a single barrel. Nice. Yeah. And it says, you know, the barrel that it was filled or the date that the barrel was filled in 2016. So, so this must my, be mind a, you a four year, yeah. Um yours that you're reading is not the one that we're tasting. True. Very true. Yeah. It would, and you know that's another thing we could do is different. me not drink any more of this, but taste the two because they're two single barrels, right? Yeah, yeah and compare yeah. the two. So that's a good idea, dude. Don't drink the rest of yours. Well, hey, yeah, yeah. So a, a great one would be if we if we put that against the one that dude just gave us, and then the one the distillers collection with the OH collection. Correct. Yes, that's dude. That's mm. an awesome one. That's an you episode. Know, that's a good one. You know what? Um, we never do that. I feel like we should do. 
You know, mm-hmm. if anyone's made it this long in the damn podcast. <laughs> and and we can always, you know, put this out on our Facebook or Instagram, but like what what pairings do you, the audience, there's like four of you right now. I know it. What do you want to what do you want us to to pair? Not, you know, so a- you can send us you can I mean um you mean like bourbons against each other or like yeah sorry and, that's right okay. that's what i meant by pairings sorry okay. um contrast i uh you know whether it's hey i would love for you to do these different we do tonight it's been a long time but we do need to revisit the 1792 collection i want i've never had any of that actually believe it or not you've never, never had, had any of them that's correct i've never had any uh, of the 1792s so Dude and I now collectively have the small batch, single barrel, foolproof, bottled and bond, which in my opinion is the best, oh. um, and the sweet wheat. So the only ones that we're missing now are um, the 12 year and the port finish. I would so, probably like, I like port finishes. I would yeah. probably like that. So those two are the ones that we're looking for. Um, but I, I mean, obviously like I have, what is that? I have four here and I think dude has one. So we would have five to go off of. That's, that's another one that I, I would love to, to go through. Um, not, not to cut you off. Do you have two glasses or not? Two glasses? Yeah. That you can pour something in. Um, I don't like two, have like two Glen. You don't have two Glen Karens, or you only have what? I mean, I have so, another one. I can wash it off. What are you? What are you asking? So I just put. So I had a little bit left over because we jumped into this distiller's pick pretty quick. Sure, sure. I had a little bit of the ten year left over, and as I'm nosing it right now, I don't know if it's because it's set or I have other things on the palate. I get all this chocolate from the ten year. From the tenure, I'm serious, and I want someone else to smell it to see. Um, I have some of the tenure left over. Even like nose it out of that, like out of that. Um, I have the the glass is still here. Yeah, yeah. Just so even just do the glass. It's really oaky for me. I get some kind of weird. Ch- like it's almost like anything. a. It's almost like. It's almost like a um, smoked Manhattan. So don't dip your nose all the way down in it. Do you see? Just like kind of, yeah, kind of. I can't. Ah, son of a bitch. I'm going to revisit it, but let me finish this one and I'll come back to it. But okay. audience, audience of four, four people. Um, we might have lost one, three. Yeah. Um, so maybe what I would, head. if there's anything that you want us to kind of, you know, pair together, you know, go against, you know, what would you rather do? You know, bottled and bonds. Uh, another. Um, we did a bottled and bond not too long ago. You yep. weren't there. Yeah, it was like budget bottled and bonds. Yes, or just instead of just a budget bottled and bond, just a regular budget one. You know, yeah, um, that would be a fantastic idea. But you know, specifically, audience, if you're if you're looking for anything that you're like, hey, I saw this on the shelf. I've I've been intrigued but i've never pulled the trigger now one thing that i know some of the audience has 
kind of brought up before that we take for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll go to the store and see a bottle of bourbon. The work. Oh yeah, I'm gonna grab that. It's sixty bucks. No problem. Like we're gonna grab it. We're into bourbon. So, but like I have a neighbor um, that's into bourbon, but he, you know, there's some some things that you know. He was like, ah, you know, I kind of, you know, I didn't know if I should get it because it was, he's like, it was $50. So that's understandable. Well, it's super understandable. And I remember like for the longest time ever, like I had, like, I would buy like one bottle a month and like have the hardest time being like, holy shit, I'm spending $50 on a bottle of bourbon. Like, what the fuck? So if there's anything, that any of you guys want us to be like, hey, I've seen this. I want to know about it. Should I pull the trigger on it? Well, um, something too to add let is us like know. something that's easy to find because not yeah. everyone wants to hunt shit. And so there's so many good things. And that's why we did our bourbon madness. I grabbed the Elijah Craig small batch. You will always find that. And I did that because it's like, just because it's there doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. And that's something to be, you know, we should try and do something that's like very easy to find bourbons. That you should add to your oh collection. yeah that's that's such a fantastic point because you're always like man i can get that anytime i can get that right. anytime like why am i gonna spend 40 dollars on it and i can get it at any time you know right elijah craig um i mean hell the the bottle that that won that bourbon madness was a 20 dollar yeah. bottle that you can find it, anywhere yeah that you can find literally anywhere so that's one that oh and so i was at um Today, when I when I bought this uh, Rebel One Hundred, it's their drop days tomorrow, and I went today. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a you know a six day lag behind, and sitting there was six bottles of um, Old Forester Nineteen Ten. That's it. Oh god, that's so good. And I was like, I was like, fuck, should I just should I just buy another <laughs> bottle? Because I mean, that's yeah. like. That's you one have of the two best. that are open. I know I have two that are open, but like that's one of the best bourbons. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorite bourbons of all time, for sure. And for sure. I wouldn't say it. it doesn't sit on the shelves. It's it's findable, right? But I was so shocked to see it six days later from their drop date, and there now, have six, been six of them. Six months ago, that was a lot harder to find for sure. Oh yeah, oh it yeah. It was. They've upped their production of it or something. And everything is cyclical in, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. and I always I always forget this and I never, you know, seize that opportunity. Like, you know, I'm like, you see an angel's envy sitting on the shelf at one point, and you're like, oh, you know, it's it's sitting there, like I'll I'm get it next time. It. Yeah. But guess what? It might not be findable for the next eight months. Right. Yeah. You might absolutely. you might not find Angels Envy for the next eight months and then boom, it's not until next fall that you're like you've seen it out there. So So how would you rank these bourbons to like kind of close up on this between the three here? So I think it's pretty unanimous the distillers collection is is the is best. Number one. Yeah, I so agree. So I would still say, you know, distillers select is is number one. Number two is the ten year. Um, and number three for me is the rebel 100, but I would say the difference between the one, the, the 10 year and the, and the 100 is slim that I don't know if it's worth an $80 difference. 
so I'm going to go a little bit against you. I, obviously, the distillers pick distillers collection first. I would pick the regular Rebel over the ten year. Okay. Um, the the fact that it's a hundred dollars, the fact that it comes off very oaky. I'm not big in the oaky flavors. Um, I do like high proofs and stuff like that. So it's not something of like too much ethanol. It just, I just think I like just the rebel yep. 100 better. So that's, oh, just, yeah. that's just my palate. Oh, all right. Closing, closing thoughts on those. Anything else? Um, I just want to taste these, like compare each other's right. So I want to compare next. Well, not next to the next episode, but here soon, my distiller's collection to Deuce distiller's collection, and yeah. then your Ezra's distiller's collection to my OHLQ one yeah. that I have. God, there's... So that's such that's going to be a good episode, I think. We we have fucking endless. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's endless. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So... We hope Dude Pool joins us next week. I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah. Pulling, so, a, Tyler, pulling a Tyler Schaefer on all of us. He's like an STD. You think you get rid of him and he just comes right back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us uh, for another ep- episode of uh, Bourbon Hunters. Uh, I'm Tyler Schaefer. I'm Brett Bryan. All right, guys. We'll see you. Have a great evening. Thanks, Brett. See ya. Yep. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.